Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Stand By Go, the theater podcast out of Asheville, North Carolina. Welcome back. I know it's been a while since I've put out a new episode. Um, welcome to season two, episode one of Stand By Go. Thank you for um, you know waiting, and I hope everybody had good holidays and is off to a good year of 2021. I'm very excited to have my two guests today. Uh, people who last I worked with were my assistant stage managers when we did Little Women at ACT, which seemed forever ago. Please welcome Riley and Evan. Hi, let's unmute ourselves. Hi. Hi, Riley. Hi, Evanator. Hello. How, how are the two of you doing? Is this where we rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Oh, or? you can answer. You can <laughs> answer. Who's going to talk first? Okay. Yeah. How's uh, everybody doing? Everybody's doing well? I am doing pretty well. I am doing fantastically. Off to a good start of, of 2021. Thanks for coming. Um, I guess this is the part where I tell everybody how we know each other. Uh, like I said in the intro, we were all the stage manager, management staff for Little Women. Um, let's go back to how we met each other. So Evan, you and I met, was it Frog and Toad? Was that the first time we met? Yeah. Um, I stage managed the, the Tanglewood Kids production of A Year with Frog and Toad Kids, I think. Um, and Evan was my assistant stage manager for that, that wonderful cast um, that uh, the, was directed by Mark Jones, who was on the podcast um, last year. And Riley, we first met, well, I guess technically we first saw each other when your mom auditioned for The Groundling. I think yes. you came to with her for callbacks or something like that. Yeah. But I guess the first time we worked together was Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yes. That was before Wizard of Oz. And we were in Wizard of Oz together. And the fun part of that was um, during Merry Old Land of Oz. I knew you were going to tell this story. I knew you would tell. Oh, no. Um, I, during rehearsals, there is this time where my character would walk right by and stop in front of her character. Um, and I would. Might interact. I add, I was supposed to be frozen in place. Yes. And I would interact with her and make her laugh every single time. Um, my favorite was the time when I came up and did nothing and I still made her laugh because she was anticipating me saying something. Um, and then they brought in the massive structure and they moved her up on a step. So I couldn't make her laugh anymore because I 100% would have broken you every single night. I know. I know. But, but I will also bring up the sweet moment, which was during the... Um, I don't even know what y'all saying during also during, earlier during that song when y'all were primping us. No, that's later. That's after. Oh, it's in the same song, but it's later in the song, I guess. And I was over on my little turntable and you and Katie and whoever the other person was would groom me. And, uh, and as we were turning, we would squeeze hands because y'all were holding my hands and that was sweet. It was really wholesome. It was very wholesome. I should have made you, I should have made you break though. Oh, that's all right. So um, then we did little women where I, you two were under my 
tutelage. Well, first of all, first of all, we both auditioned and they didn't want us. So put it that way. Well, they didn't want us, but we were a part of it anyway. <laughs> they wanted you. John, you skipped Miracle on 34th Street. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> we did Miracle on 34th reason. Street. Oh, yes. So I don't know if I want to admit this. Okay, I will. So um Miracle on 34th Street, which our favorite part was during the top of act two. <laughs> When the main curtain was closed, this is why I don't know if I wanted to admit it, but uh, the main curtain was closed and um, the three of us would just sit back there on the stage, just, just talking quietly. Nobody heard us, but just talking because there was that one night when uh, you were live <laughs> Instagram living it and your mom yelled at you about it. Good old Robin. Robin yelled at you for talking backstage, but it's fine. Um, yeah, that was fun. Evan tried selling us circus peanuts. Every night, every night. And I would say, I'm good. Um, Did you end up eating those? Did you end up eating those, Evan? I my goal was to eat one every show, Um, and I I don't think I, I don't think I succeeded in that. Um, But at the end of the show, on our closing uh, day, night, and during strike. I remember eating a few. Nice. Yeah, I'm glad we decided that my character would not, Dr. Pierce, would not eat um, a circus peanut. And Riley, you were like the head of the elves, right? You were like head elf. I was in charge. I think it was because I was the tallest. (laughs) Are you taller than Eleanor? I I was taller than Eleanor, yeah, by like an inch. Okay. But it's also the fact that I, not only was I taller than her, I also looked older than her. This is true. Um, but also Miracle on 34th Street was where we all asked one very important question. And we had debates about this a lot backstage to the point where people would be like, are you still talking about this? And the answer is yes. So the first question, which is not up for debate, is what is your favorite color of juice? Which was asked by our dear friend Ellsworth. Um and so I made us all have juice or milk because milk is Riley's favorite drink. So I have, I have both. I have chocolate milk and I have juice. So the very first question, which I will ask um, Riley, what is your favorite color of juice? My favorite color of juice is pink lemonade. It is a nice, pretty pink. It's almost like the pink of my sweater but lighter, a little bit lighter. But my favorite like juice that isn't milk because let's just say milk doesn't count. My favorite juice is apple juice. Ooh, good choice. What about you, Evan? Um, my favorite juice is probably like, um, I do like lemonade, but I don't know if I count lemonade as a juice. Well, it's made from a fruit. <laughs> sure, I don't think of lemonade as juice, but I can see. Okay. I, yeah, but I can I can see the argument for it. Uh, my favorite kind of juice is cranberry juice. Just straight up cranberry juice. Straight up cranberry oh, juice. No now? water, just cranberry juice. That what I have right now is I have. Ooh, There's the, a horrible glare on that. The white cran strawberry, which is a nice pinkish color. My favorite juice ever is the oh, orange no, banana, not the banana one. Orange banana pineapple. It's fantastic. <laughs> 
it did taste wonderful. Um, also, so Riley, I have to get this. What or is milk juice? No, <laughs> it's not. Um, it is my favorite drink, but it's, but it's, it's not, juice. not juice because it does not come from a fruit. Okay. All right. and, and so the big debate that we had backstage or we've had multiple times is if we were to open a juice store, how would we arrange the juices on the shelves? It's one of two ways. An obvious one answer. is by color and one is by flavor profile. So uh, Riley says that it's color and she's wrong. Um, I say <laughs> by flavor profile. Um, so like you have your oranges and then your, you know, your apples and your whatnot. This is so. a travesty. So it's okay. It's an argument that we will have forever. Um, and even when I open the juice part of, of you know, the John O'Neill The Cataract um, Theater Academy and Restaurant, The Cataract. Hey, but, but John, when you have a juice that like combines two different juices, what if they're not right beside each other? Oh, they will. Then, um, then where do they go? No, that's a good question. Um, I may have a mixed juice area. So just like all the outliers get thrown to the side. Yeah. Listen, no, you got to organize it by color. Okay. Because first of all, it's aesthetically pleasing. Second of all, it's a lot easier to remember the color of a juice than it is to remember the name of a juice. But oh, going I back, I like that it was going, silent after I said that. <laughs> going back to John's point. <laughs> I could say that I want red juice and you would have no idea if I wanted cranberry juice, cran apple juice, cran orange, no, because whatever they the heck it is John is drinking. Um, uh, white, white cran strawberry. White cran strawberry. Yeah. But, but here, here's the thing about that. Um, how often when you're thinking about juice you want, do you think of the color? This is my thing. Like, I don't think, oh, hey, I want juice. I want, I want green juice today. No, I think, you know, I want white crayon strawberry juice. You know, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think in terms of Kool-Aid because in Kool-Aid and Gatorade too, you don't necessarily go, oh, you know, I want, I want the, I want the cold glacier gatorade no i say i want the i want the light blue gatorade you don't do that with with juices you do that with gatorades and kool-aid because you don't ever say i want the cherry kool-aid you say i want the red kool-aid so it's 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 different i it's different you don't think of juice in in colors unless you're riley but but where you want run into the problem is like blue raspberry because it's raspberry, but it's blue. Well, then you just know it's blue raspberry. It's in so, the name. But, but that's what I'm saying. I label that as blue juice. Okay, I see. Wow. But also, why do we have blue raspberries? Are blue raspberries natural? No. Then why are why do why we did we make raspberry juice blue? Because they taste good. 
tastes like I understand it tastes good, but why did why did we decide that blue I raspberry think was it's a thing? because we already had a lot of red fruit options for like artificial flavorings. We had like strawberry, cherry, and like watermelon or whatever. We didn't have a lot of blue. So instead of using blueberries, they were like, let's make up a fruit. I wonder blueberry blue is, not- ras- is blue raspberry juice actually just like raspberry juice with blue color? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. That's a good question. While she's looking that up, because blueberry, that blue is not aesthetically pleasing. It's like so it's not technically juice because it's like pure sugar, but it does exist. It's like Kool Aid. I spelled raspberry wrong. Well, since this is a theater podcast, I feel like we should probably. We're spending way too much time. Yeah, maybe we should make a new podcast where just the three of us talking about random things. I'd yeah, to let's her. let's write that somebody write that um one of my asms write that down okay let's do it <laughs> which is pretty much how it happened <laughs> during little women <laughs> i'd be like well hey, one of y'all write this down and riley we would be like evan you got this <laughs> i'd be like evan your turn even though it hasn't been my turn in like 15 turns remember that like one rehearsal where it was the three of us there the whole time and we didn't really do anything except for sit in the back and talk yeah, yeah. All right, Riley so, never failed to remind us that she did once set up the table in the no, back. No, 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 I did it multiple times. Uh, I don't know. About yeah, but that. after that first time, you you pretty much bragged about it for a while. Well, yeah. Anyway, so um, one thing that I don't know a lot, if a lot of people know this, uh, probably like four, is that we had a, we had a name for our, our stage management team. And I was going to have shirts made and everything. It was going to be black. It was going to be black on black is what it was going to be. So you can wear the black on black. Yeah. So then we could wear it while we were black lettering is black shirt. So you can wear it on stage. Yeah, you can, you can read black on black. I've seen it. Anyway, we were called O cubed because all of our last names, as you can see, all of our last names start with O. Um, which we were talking before we came on um, that O is not necessarily a popular last name. I mean, if you're from, you know, where my family is from in Ireland, well, yeah, obviously. But like, I have no idea where my family's from. Okay. Um, <laughs> throw that out there. All right. So we're going to uh, start talking about theater now. Um, so I have questions for you all. And I think like, I don't know which one should start with the answers or not. So I think we can only figure this out fairly with a game of rock, paper, scissors. So we're going to go, wait, we're going to go best two out of three for fair. And you're going to go on shoot (laughs) and you're going to, and you're, you're going to, you're going to throw on shoot and I'm going to call it. My shoulder just popped. Wow. Is that going to hinder yourself? Is it it your non-throwing shoulder? He's faking. I have recovered. All right, here we go. On shoot. No, 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 wait, wait. I just had a good idea. Right at shoot, I'm like gonna like my zoom freezes (laughs) just for a second. Just so you can see what I did, and then (laughs) and then suddenly my zoom's gonna be fine for the rest of the night. All right, here we go. Round one. Rock, paper, shoot. Stop it, Evan. Wait, wait, time out. I called it wrong. I just said rock, paper, shoot. We got scissors and we both threw scissors. Wow, I'm gonna have to edit this part out. Here we go. How do you Here. mess up rock, paper, scissors, shoot? <laughs> I forgot to say the word scissors. We're never gonna get it's to the actual name. podcast. All right, here we go. Here we go. 
Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Damn it. Ooh, Evan won. Let's make sure we're watching our language. Here we go. Oh, come on. <laughs> here we go. Round two. Rock, paper. Oh, we're doing this again. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Round two. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yes. Ooh, Evan goes first. Evan and Riley's upset. All right, here we go. First question. I that I threw the same thing twice, and so did Evan. <laughs> we are um, both like getting in each other's heads. Yeah. Here we yeah, go. So, Evan, here. here we go. Can, can I ask the questions? Ladies and gentlemen, and folks, this is what I put up with. This is pretty much what rehearsals were like. Um, and we will get back to rehearsals during um, Miracle uh, in a minute. All right. So, here we go. Evan, what got you into theater? Uh, what got me into theater? Um, well, I uh, have always enjoyed performing, uh, like, since I was a kid, I would uh, hold concerts, you know, in uh, different rooms of the house or in our front yard, and I'd invite neighbors. That's a fun fact. Uh, <laughs> uh, there were some great shows, um, and our neighbors were great about watching four-year-old me. <laughs> four-year-old me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Is that Robin? Yeah. Robin. Oh, she's gone now. I made her oh. leave. Okay, I'm so your neighbor. That's fine. Hey, listen, um, I I have cameos in these all the time. Okay. Usually they're dogs, but you know. All right. So you you would hold uh, shows for your neighbors and your neighbors would come over. Yes. Uh, and then when I was finally old enough, when I hit the ripe old age of seven, uh, I signed up for uh, actually I didn't. My parents signed me up for the Little Mermaid Junior at Asheville Community Theater. Wait, you were the junior too wait you were yeah all right folks here we go they didn't know they were in the same show this is what the Whoa, standby Goom knew, podcast Riley. does. wait who were you i was flotsam i was one of the eels yeah i don't know who that is i was the seahorse you know the seahorse that I, I was like one of the sea creatures, <gasps> but I had one line, and it was the best line. It was I like presenting you. the court composer Horatio Shapatio Cacatio Sebastian, and no, then everyone cheered. I was cheering. one of Ursula's eels. Like I had like a legitimate role with a bunch of lines and solos. Wow, right? <laughs> really shaming on my seahorse. I was uh, I was nine. <laughs> All right, well, folks, this is what we do on this podcast. We bring back people who are in shows and they didn't know each, they didn't know it. Crazy. We we put them back together in the same room or you know in the same Zoom. All right, so you are a seahorse and you remembered your first line ever. That's great. Yeah, I don't remember lines from the last show I was in. I actually kind of made that up, but I I got the beginning right. I just you didn't remember. Like the, you got like the general idea. It's Nobody a lot of know. big words, and I remember I very much struggled with. It was like presenting the court composer. <gasps> Wait, no, I remember was, this like vividly. Exactly, it was. I a remember bunch the kid that couldn't get this line right. <laughs> <laughs> that was you. Riley, no. stop being so mean to Evan. I got it right. I just first. didn't know how to say it when I was seven at first. First, you put him down because of roll size, and then you put him. Then you put him down, making fun of his ability to memorize. Riley, I this nailed is... my one night, one line every night of the three nights that we did it. This is a safe podcast. Oh I need you to be nice. Two strikes. I'm sorry. Two strikes, I you're didn't. out. 
I'm not going to kick you out, but you know. I'm sorry, right. Evan. This is thank my you. Phone. All right, Evan, continue. Um, that is uh, how I got into theater, and then I finished The Little Mermaid, and I enjoyed doing it. So, um, I came back for more. My next show was The Wizard of Oz when it was a junior production, and I played Toto, which was a big upgrade from the Seahorse because I was on stage for every scene except for one. I was very proud of that. I had like eight lines. They mostly consisted of rough roof. <laughs> and uh, no, they were very creative, uh, but I found I had a lot. Um, it was very difficult to memorize those eight lines even more than in the next show when I played the beast and beauty and the beast where I had like, I don't know, a, a lot of lines. A lot of lines. <laughs> And uh, it was very hard because Toto, like, Toto doesn't speak regularly. So you always had to know when to speak and, uh, you know, how to put that Toto spin on it. Uh, so that was The Wizard of Oz. And then I was in the Toto Toto spin in a, in a movie, in a show that has a tornado on it. <laughs> oh, I but, um... No pun intended. Uh, um, and then Beauty and the Beast, and then I did my first main stage show, which was the best Christmas pageant ever. Were you one of the Herdmans? Uh, not that year, but two years later, I was. So I have a love-hate relationship with that show. I hate it. But every time I see it, I cry. Like, I, I love it every time I see it. It makes me cry every time I see it. But I hate it because I've done it so many times. Because my theater back at home um this past december would have been their 30th year of doing it okay here's the real question john do you remember david the shepherd boy is that the one who runs away no no that's a little angel no, no, no i no, don't no. remember david this the shepherd is boy. the kid who's like um they're like we don't have a baby jesus uh and i'm like uh <laughs> I, and i'm double jointed yeah, you yeah, can use one. my little brother. And oh. she's like, I didn't know you had a little brother, David. And I was like, I don't. He's four, but he's double jointed and he could probably scrunch up. Yeah. Was was that you? Are you David? That the, was me. Was yeah. Nice. Was that the first year that they did it? No. Uh I don't I think it was how many times have they done it? Four? Three. Three. Then I did it the second two times. Did you do it um, when Karina had to go on? Yes. As Imogene? <laughs> I was a Herdman that time. And nice. that was. You know, I didn't know about there. I think it was their Imogene. Their Imogene got sick or something. It couldn't make the show. So Karina, <clears throat> Karina went on. Icon. It was, it was a great time. We almost had to do that for the groundling. For I won't go too much into detail, but there was a time where one of my ASMs almost had to go on for a character like with the script in hand and do all the blocking, which Riley might've happened if we needed that for one of the girls. I mean, when you did, a, you did, you did yeah. when we, when we did it virtually, but like if we were doing it in person, there was a brief moment. I remember when we thought that Maxwell was going to have internet problems. Oh yeah. And you were going to be Laurie and like everyone was going to shift. I was going to play Laurie. Riley was going to be a narrator and John was going to keep sitting there telling people what to do. Yeah. Which is what I do best as a stage manager. Yeah. When did you, um, when did you first do tech? 
Was that Frog and Toad or had you done tech before? Yeah, my first time running tech was Frog and Toad. And it why, was why did you run that tech? Why did you want to become that ASM? Um, I just I I had been doing theater for a while at that point, and um I just wanted to see it from a different perspective. And so um being able to be involved with that uh, children's production uh, running tech was a lot of fun. Of course, it wasn't very technical. <laughs> it was mostly just no, hurting children but, and collecting cookies as they walked off stage. Yeah, but um, you continued wanting to do it after that. And that, that, is true. that says something. All right. Um, very cool. Thanks, Evan. Riley, what got you into theater? And tell me a little bit about your, your theater journey. Well... <clears throat> so my mom was really into theater when she was younger <laughs> why are you why are you making that face i knew it was gonna happen at one point during this <clears throat> anyway oh, as i was saying so my mom was really into like theater when she was little and she had done a lot of stuff at act and so then when i was the ripe old age of six so i started before evan i was six <laughs> just slamming this is not, me I, on here <laughs> you know this is not a competition right oh john when will you learn yes it is it's always I, mean, a competition. I mean if we want to if we want to do this i've been acting longer than the two of you have been alive so well yeah because you're older well, than us yes well, but i've been doing it for the amount well, of Riley, years you're older, older than, than me <laughs> that's true anyway so as i was saying did either of you perform shows for your neighbors though um uh, when i was like three um or even probably maybe even younger um i used to give tours of the house that we lived in Um, just random strangers (laughs) well my dad was a pastor and it was the uh it was the um the pastor's house i forget what they call it but um the parsonage which, which we called it the Mint's Mansion because it was the biggest house like in the area. It was like three stories high. That, that's pretty much as big as it was. But at Christmas time, I would give tours of for, for like neighbors and um, and like church folks. So and that's sort of a performance. All right, Riley. Anyway. Back to, I- <laughs> back to you. Thank you. This is my time to speak. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so when I was six, my mom had signed me up for Cinderella Junior at Asheville Community Theater. That was my first show. And uh, I didn't really know like what to expect. All of a sudden, my mom was like, you're just going to go to the theater on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I was like, okay. So that's what I did. I was a mouse. Um, I didn't How many have any lines. lines. Did you have? I didn't have any. Take that. Anyway, so I didn't have any lines as a mouse, but uh, I was still, I was still really good. So (laughs) I didn't know where I was going with that statement. Um, And then I just kept doing, like, I kept like asking my mom to like sign me up for, for like production classes. Like she would, she would show me the list, like when they would come out and I would just pick the ones that I wanted to do. And then I would sign up and then I would do them. I think the year that I did like the most like production classes with ACT was like when I was like eight, like I did three out of like the four that they offered. So like the only reason I couldn't do the fourth one was because it was happening at the same time as another one. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so then I just kept doing production classes. My first main stage show was the best Christmas pageant ever. The first time they did it, I was Gladys. And no, you weren't. Yeah, I oh, was. It's my favorite role of the whole show is Gladys. Oh my gosh. So I was Gladys and my mom. Yeah, yeah. I bet I you were an a, adorable little Gladys. I was. I have a little button that says Shazam on it. Yeah. That I made myself and I put it in the front pocket of my overalls every single night. And it was like my good luck charm. It was this little button. So I I once auditioned to be Ralph. Um that's when I learned first learned of, about theater politics was when I auditioned for that show because at my theater it was one of the you couldn't you couldn't and this is back then this is way back then um you couldn't uh, you the first time you were in that show you could not be a herdman it was one of those shows that that it it's created for you to grow up through the show so like a lot of a lot of the herdmans had been like baby angels and the angel choir and then one of the smaller and then like one of the quote unquote smaller lead roles like beth grace all those other That's ones not her name. and it's then become and then become <laughs> her name. yeah so yeah so i was so i got offered to be uh like the fireman who runs through in the first scene um the guy who pushes around the old lady who breaks her leg um and i was like nah, I'm not gonna do it. because literally our audition was step forward say your name what school you go to and that's it because they have because they now they have three casts of 60 people yeah and they have like 200 300 people audition for that show wow yeah so all right uh right so uh gladys shazam continue yeah and my mom was in it too my mom played the mother which one the mother of the the kids like the main mom the main mom the mother like the mother that ran the christmas pageant yeah yeah, yeah. beth and charlie's mom Yeah, yeah her name was just mother i think yeah but so i did that with my mom and then i like continued to do like you know, no, like, no, no, no. Her name is Grace. That's her what name is. is Grace. That's right. Okay. So my mom played Grace, who was a mom, but not my mom in the show. She is my mom in real life. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Um, so then I just kept doing like uh, you know, production classes, and I would occasionally like audition for the main stage, like if it came up. I did a lot of Christmas shows because I was like the only ones that like needed kids. Um so no, I did audition for Susical, but they didn't want me. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then in eighth grade, I'm going to tell this story because it is monumental to my theatrical career. In eighth grade, I was in a production of 13 the Musical, and that was my very first lead role. That was my first introduction to you. I was that's a good introduction to Riley. That was a good role. That was the first that was the first kid show I saw there, first of all. Well, I guess teen show, not kid show. That was the first teen show I saw there. That was my introduction to you. Um and that's Fairly and Graham and all those folks. Um, and I was very, very impressed. I didn't go with anybody because I didn't know anybody. I don't even know why I went to be on quite honest with you. <laughs> um but Did I you went, know the show? I, huh? Did you know the show? No, there was a reason why I went. I don't know what it was. Wow. 
When was that? I was when Riley was in eighth grade. When Riley was in eighth grade, I was fourteen. Well, it's not thirteen. I have to think about it. There, there's a reason why I'm going to go see the show. Like but I remember, I remember audibly saying, which probably looked weird because I wasn't sitting with anybody I knew. And I, I remember going, wow. Like multiple times throughout the show. Not just for you, but like for other people. But like, but I was really impressed with you. Um, yeah. So that was my. It was, it, was, it was right before, not right before, but it was before Footloose. Because I, I remember Jerry at the end of the show went up on stage and was like telling a bunch of people to audition for Footloose. He was like, he was like scouting. Yep. Because <laughs> he went straight up to Graham. He came up he was, to me after the. Uh, he came up to me after like the third, like after our final performance. And he was like, "Are you auditioning for Footloose?" Yep. And I was like, yep. Yep. "No." Yeah, I, yeah, that's when I was there. I walked away. <laughs> yeah, I saw him do that. So I'm do that with you and Graham. Yeah. yeah, very great, very good show. It's a good show anyway. Yeah. Who got who got her start on that show? Who was it? Like not Are not at ACT. It? I'm talking about like oh. on Broadway. On Some big Broadway? pop star. Hey, Ariana Grande. Oh, there we go. I didn't hear you the first couple of times. Anyway, but yeah. So back to like my story with thirteen. That was my very first lead role after doing theater for like eight years or something. I don't remember how many, how long okay, it was. Okay, again, let's point out my third show. I got my first lead role. I got just. That's because you are a male. My second show. Ooh, John. <laughs> my. Wait, wait, wait. Show. Time out. Time out. My second show when I was in fifth grade. I I, I played Captain Hook in Peter Pan. Wow. But so my second show was before your second show. My first show was in fourth grade. Yeah, I don't remember. I, th- where are I you played seven the in where... second grade. Huh? Are I you was seven in second grade. Um. Yes. Then you're yeah. five. You're five. Turned six in first. Six turned seven. And that's or, not how or it kindergarten. Works. Yeah, yeah. You start second grade at set seven years old. Yeah. Because right. I have an early birthday, so I was you know eight for the majority of seventh. Yeah. Second grade. But in my first show, I was the I was the wizard. In the Wizard of Oz, um, where I didn't, I didn't actually memorize my lines. I just read them from behind the cardboard cutout. That <laughs> yeah, thirteen, the musical, Riley. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So I, I just a sweet, sweet little happy wholesome story. I remember where I was when I found out that I was casted as Patrice. I was in my bedroom. This was before I had a phone, so I had my iPad, <laughs> and the email popped up on my iPad. And so I read the email. I saw that I got Patrice and I was like, okay. And then I went downstairs to tell my mom and she took me to get waffles as a celebration. So two things. One, it's not casted. It's just cast. There's no ED at the end of that. I don't want you to get embarrassed later on in life. When I I did that in an email and everybody yelled at me once. It was very bad. Okay, sorry. Anyway, and two, didn't you have to kiss somebody in that show? What? Didn't you have to kiss somebody in that show? Mm-hmm. How was that? Was that yeah. awkward for you? How, how did that make you feel? <laughs> I mean, it was fine. We get, we get, but, we but get down in the nitty gritty here. Was on telling like, us, Stand by was Go telling us, like, he was like, this doesn't count. Like, this is not real. It was fa- the, the kiss was fake. He didn't actually. Oh, did you do the the thumb hand thing? No, he just went because we were standing side by side, and he just went in front of me, <laughs> and then just like. I don't remember the, exactly the way that he did it. He just went in front of me, held it for a little while, 
and then pulled away. Oh, so it was blocked to make it look like y'all were kissing, but you yeah. didn't have to kiss. But so, but, but he was really, really excited when he heard that he wasn't actually going to be kissing me because he said, and I quote, I get to save my first kiss for a real girl. Was that was that Graham? No. Who Sam. Was that? Sam. Sam. <laughs> Riley, you're a real girl. Thanks. <laughs> but I just remember when he said that. I was just like, I didn't even have like a response. I just stood there. I was like, I'm right here. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man! All right, so we get through thirteen the musical. You tell Jerry no about Footloose. How <laughs> how do we continue on from there? Um. Then I did stuff at Asheville Performing Arts Academy. Um, for a little bit. I mean, that was kind of in the, at the same time as thirteen. Um, I was also I would like to mention that I was in a production of High School Musical. I feel like that's that's a notable uh, thing on my resume. I played Ryan in High School Musical Junior at ACT. Uh huh. Anyway. So you're a big um, High School Musical fan. What? You're a big High School Musical. I fan. am a huge High School Musical fan. All right, so here we go. Here's a here's a here's like a deep question for you. Yes. Which is better? And don't answer till I give you all the all the choices. Okay. High School Musical. High School Musical Two. High School Musical 3, is there one? Yeah, High School Musical 3. High School Musical, the musical, or High School, the musical, whatever is now High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Which one is best? Well, um, probably High School Musical, the musical, the series. Because Have you seen it, Evan? I have good anyway i am that's not what she was expecting you to say she was about to go all in on you because you haven't seen it and you threw her a monkey wrench (laughs) i am a i am a diehard high school musical the musical the series fan i do i go on no continue i do in fact have a fan account for high school musical the musical the series all it right, so we're gonna Instagram. pause. Instagram. Right I have no, over no, no, a thousand no, no, followers. Nope, no, 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 time out. So this is an ad. Riley Oswald, Riley middle name Oswald, has a fan account for High School the Musical the Musical the series. Don't try looking it up, Evan. It has over a thousand people following this thing, and she won't let me follow her she won't let you follow her evan she won't let she won't let ellsworth follow her she won't let anybody she knows follow her we just have to see updates on her instagram but you know that's okay she has a thousand people and she's going to broadcast this this uh pod on it and all of her friends are going to watch it so this may be the highest played podcast episode that we have because of my platform so this is a plug if those watching from my fan account if you came here from my fan account i would like to say hi thank you for listening and what is that what is the what's the the app for this for this i will not disclose it's like 
<laughs> it's I like it's like eight, it's like did. high school musical the musical the series like the the acronym it's, it's for the it. initials yeah underscore dang it i should have been recording this earlier there is <laughs> this three letters mm-hmm. you're never gonna find it the last one is y okay the first one is d okay is the second one also d I think it's I think it's underscore ddy or dby or dby. Okay, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, you were in high school, the musical. The, the musical. series is the better one, per- okay. personally, because of Joshua Bassett. Mm-hmm. Because Joshua Bassett, in my opinion, is better than Zac Efron. Ooh. But many people are not ready for that conversation. The whole Ooh, high school hot takes. in and of itself is really good because it is nostalgic and iconic. Mm-hmm. If I were to pick. The best one out of the three movies, it would be the third one because they have the highest budget. That's not true. The third one is not the best. Oh my God. Are you going to say the second one is the best? Because get whoa, out of here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out, time out, time out. Hot takes on Standby Go, the, <laughs> the, the podcast. Um, we don't normally do debates on this podcast. I may have to start another podcast that just does debates. But for this one, I'll allow it. Riley thinks the third one's the best. Evan thinks the second one's the it best. It is. It is. I the think best. one and two are the best, and Riley thinks the third and the series are the best. Hmm. Yeah. That's just not okay. true. You oh. know what, guys? You know what, y'all? We're all in this together. Let's just, you know, let's just make Which it. Which is this sung in the first movie. And it is sung in the first. and it's sung in the series. And, and the stage production. That's copied off the first movie. No, it's not copied. It is a companion. It's a reprise. It's a reprise. It is a companion piece. All right. All right. So this is it. We're going to stay friends here on the podcast. Um, and we're going to continue Not on. Evan thinks High School Musical 2 is the best. Listen, that's for that's for the next that's for the next pod. OK, OK, that's let's move the- on to some better questions. <laughs> Not better, but different ones. All right. Uh, so since Evan went first on the last one, I'm going to allow uh, Riles to go first on this. one. Are you just chewing on a straw now? Yeah. OK. <laughs> I drink um, all my so uh so my second question that i have written down um what are some things you like to do outside of theater i I feel like evans is a lot longer than your list because i feel like you do more theater but i'm sure there's other i know one thing continue go go ahead and answer what is my other thing you like to bake i do like to bake so a lot of my i still haven't gotten anything my birthday has passed Christmas has passed. Happy birthday, didn't I? Yeah, but I want like sweets. But continue. What are some of the things you like to do? So I don't really like to do like when I say like I do things like outside of theater, that doesn't mean like outside like extracurriculars, like things I do outside of school. Most of them are done in my house. So I'm a very like crafty person. Um, What do you mean? What are you laughing at? Well, uh, yes. Okay. It is okay if it's done in your house. I just want to know what some other things that interest you that get your mind okay. going. Make so you, make I, you go. um, I knit and I cross stitch and I embroider and I bake. What is the, what's the best thing you've ever baked? Um, I bake a really good pound cake. That's, a, that's the only thing that's not the only thing, but that's one of the things that like consistently I've hit the mark every single time. I think I've baked like seven or eight. Did you knit these? Yeah, I knit all of those. Oh, I was wondering. Okay. I made that. So here's my question about that pound cake. Yeah. 
Is that the one that takes you like eight hours to bake? Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember one time we were going to do something and you're like, I got to bake a cake. And I was like, oh, yeah. is it going to take you? What's that going to take you? Like an hour? You're like, no, it's eight hours long. I remember. And she like, she couldn't do anything that day was because that? Was that she was baking thing? a cake. Was that my Thanksgiving thing? Is that what yeah, it was? It was a Thanksgiving thing. I tried to do a nice thing for people to come and talk to me. Evan came. It was a good time. I had Listen, four people come the I entire day. I had four people come the entire day. Evan was one of them. Anyway. And I continue. All right. So baking, knitting, cross-stitching. Also, I just have to say, I learned this earlier today. Riley has a fireplace in her bed, in her room. <laughs> It doesn't work. But she also has posters. She also has posters. You keep in there actually is related to so you can kind of see there's stuff kept in there. That is all of my yarn. (laughs) It's a huge box with yarn in it. And like some bags too. And my and a bunch of embroidery stuff, like embroidery hoops and such. Flora from Wizard of Oz. You remember Flora from Wizard of Oz? Of course I do. She's making me she's making me hats. You've I don't never, know how to knit hats. I know how to knit me something anything. else. I'm scarred. All right, Evan, what are some things you like to do outside of theater? <laughs> um, uh, okay. I enjoy playing soccer. Um, I also enjoy most sports, uh, be it watching or playing, but I play organized soccer. Um, I, what else do I do? I uh, play in the band at uh, our high school, AC Reynolds High School. Uh, I play the alto saxophone and the bassoon. Ooh, I just started did you just pick that up? <laughs> yeah, I started just that this year. Wow. Nice. Good that's going to that's gonna help you. Like, like if you become real good as, as a bassoon, you know, and you go audition for like all states and stuff, there's not a ton of people auditioning with bassoon. And if you're good, that's nifty. I just learned that about you today. All yeah. right, so. I started playing back in September. And I auditioned for district just this past week, uh, all district. And so we'll see if that <laughs> carries through just because I've been playing for like four months and haven't had more than like six days of in-person <laughs> instruction um, because, you know, COVID. Yeah. All right. So sports, which sports, music. we talked about last week, um, I started, I'm going to start, start a theater kids sport, a uh, theater sport uh sports with theater i don't know i have to i have to obviously you need to work your title you yeah the name needs some work <laughs> <laughs> excuse me but it's gonna be sports theater talk it's gonna be like theater theater people talking sports is what it's gonna be myself sarah fowler and dylan giles talked about it a little bit last year but i think evan what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk sports by guessing games and getting people who know nothing about sports to also guess those same games um and then we'll see. see my favorite wins. is like when they decide which of the mascots would win. We're gonna. I think we're gonna do our first one around March Madness. Ooh, fine, we're gonna fine. do some. We're, we're gonna do some brackets and get some non-sports liking people like that one to guess them and see if they can beat us. And we'll get really mad if they beat us. Um, <clears throat> all right. So uh, sports and and band. What else? What else you got? Sports uh, band. And then another thing that I've also started doing more recently uh, is uh, two things. Uh, and this kind of links in with theater, but it's not theater, uh, is uh, running tech 
for our church uh, and streaming their services and then also editing their service. Uh, so I'm, I actually get paid to work for them uh, and I edit their services. And when it's not during soccer season, I go in and help them record their services. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, th th those are things that will help you in the future, um, especially if you enjoy doing the tech side of stuff. Um, yeah. cause I think, I think virtual theater will be still be a real thing, even when theaters open back up. Yeah. So being able, do you, what do you use? You use OBS? Uh, we use OB or we used to use OBS, uh, and then we've actually upgraded, uh, because now that we know that we're going to be doing this for longer than a month, uh, which is what the hope was back in March. Uh, we have also bought ProPresenter and uh, some new equipment that helps us to stream to SD cards and YouTube. Nice. Yeah, I'm getting trained on OBS in a couple of weeks. So super easy, great, yeah. great free. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a free training. So I figured why not <clears throat> throw it on my resume. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. So who had the who had it first last time? I did. Riley. Okay. So Evan. <laughs> Riley. Riley. <laughs> I'm not gonna um, let her answer first again. <laughs> so what what do you want to do in the future with theater? Me? Yeah, yeah. Uh wow, that's a hard question. I only ask hard questions on this podcast. Yeah. John, this is this is what I lay in bed thinking about at night. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, what do I anticipate doing in the future with theater? Um in the near future, I plan on running lights for Little Shop Fours. In the further future, um, I am very torn on whether I want to go to college, specifically uh, for theater, and if I want to major in theater, and if I want to make theater a career. But I definitely, uh, I, I definitely know that it will be uh, somewhere in my adult life, whether it's a hobby or uh, work. I hope to uh, do some professional work, though, even if it is uh, while also working another job. Nice. So um, when you talked about, are you, are you running lights or are you designing the lights for Little Shop? That's a good question. <laughs> I know. That's why I asked it. <laughs> yes. Uh, I hit the little lights button on what do you want to help with? Uh, and I was told I'm helping with lights, uh, but I know I'm running lights. Uh, and then I think I will also be designing lights under some guidance. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, just because uh, I've never run lights before. So, um, or designed lights. And so I think yeah. I'll get some basic coaching on, uh, oh, today at the high school this morning, I got to pick out a few color schemes uh, on some gels, which was fun. Uh, nice. And so I think I will design uh, some under some help. Very cool. I, I enjoy lighting design. Um, I have to say, if I wasn't terrified of heights, I'd probably be a lighting designer because um, I enjoy that. Um, but yeah, there's a, you know, you can, you can all, I think you can always at least do theater on the side, no matter what you're know what your career job is all right riley you what do you want to do in the future with theater um so i don't know 
Okay. Two seconds. Oh, that's it. That's all you got. Elaborate. You don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I was. We had this discussion in my French class a few weeks ago of like what everyone wanted to do with their lives, and I said I was like I don't know, and my entire French class was like you're gonna be a math teacher, and I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, when I think of Riley, uh, think of Riley. The last thing I think of is math teacher. Manifest your destiny. You're going to be a math teacher. And I was like, why would you like pin that on me? They were like, we have a, when we have a reunion, you're going to be a math teacher and we're going to say, I told you so. Now, I, I do want to say that there are many amazing math teachers out there and people who, yes, wanted, math teachers are incredible, but it's one of that who, who wanted that to be their goal in life was to become a math teacher. I, I greatly love you. Yes. Math but Riley, I don't necessarily think of you as a math teacher. I am good at math. Uh-huh. But that's about it. I we mean, should start a school where we all teach a different subject. I will teach theater. <laughs> teach real subjects. <laughs> I I will I will be the principal and I will call and I will teach theater. Epic. I call yeah, that. so um the answer is I don't know. You don't know. I'm pretty sure we said the exact same thing, just in a very different number of words. Yeah. Do you ever? <laughs> do you ever? People's time. Do you ever think? Well, no, it's not wasting time. Do you ever think um, that you'll have aspirations to become a professional actress? Probably. I don't know. I'm everything I've seen you in. You've been amazing. Well, you know. You know what? You know what blew me away. What was your Adams family? No. <laughs> You're so good in that. Family. Thank you. And I loved Evan and Guys and Dolls. Evan and Guys and Dolls is the best. Evan, I loved Evan and Guys and Dolls. Evan and his really? like I did one line in Guys and, Guys and Dolls, he stole the show. I love that show. You know, that's a show that we've both done. I, I was the MC in that show. Oh, I remember we've had this conversation about how you were typecast as the loud announcer guy in every love, show. Yeah. That's <clears throat> yep, where that's the my... MC in Guys and Dolls. Yep. I have not done Guys and Dolls, but I have performed songs from Guys and Dolls. Um, have you done Adelaide's Lament? Of course I've done Adelaide's Lament. I was going to say, I feel like... Is that the, wait, wait, is that the um, the Adelaide and Nathan Detroit duet? No. Oh. Mm-mm. A plus I've done, I've done Adelaide's Lament. Um, oh, gotcha. That got cut out of the junior production. That I, I know it did. <laughs> I, I want to play. Okay, first of all, I don't think Guys and Dolls should have a junior version. That's that's. I mean, that's my that's my initial uh, thing to. I thought it was great. They've done but, that show at my Christian summer camp, and I think it's hilarious. Okay, well, first of all, that show is way outdated, and it's not really that great of a show anyway for twenty twenty two for twenty twenty one. But if you're gonna do it, don't don't have it a junior version of that. Aren't they making a revival of it? Where's you, Jackson? No, that's the Music Man. No, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Another show I've done. Yeah, who were you in that? I was Winthrop. Of course you were. I can't sing the song. It was so much because because when Mama O'Neill listens to this podcast, her least favorite musical theater song is Winthrop's song in Music Man. Because oh you you ju- you done got it in her head just by saying the words. It is a really bad song. I thought we just didn't have to sing it. 
no, no, it's okay. She'll now she's gonna yell at me, but it's okay. The uh, only instance I know of the song, that song, uh, yeah. is there's a video of one of the cast members from High School Musical: The Musical series performing that song, and they were like eight years old, and I've seen it. <laughs> That's the only like way I know that song. I was I was in the quartet of that uh, in that show. We've had this conversation too. I was the countertenor. I yeah. was a really really high one. I can't hit those notes anymore. Um, but Lila Rose, oh, I'm home again, Rose. I love that song. Um, but yeah, I mean, Guys and Dolls, very outdated, very sexist. But if I were to do that show, I'd want to play Nathan Detroit. Um, but like, you can't, why? I mean, if you have to change the profession of one of the main characters, you probably shouldn't be doing that show as a junior version. There's also a junior version of Rent, which is ridiculous to me. All of the characters oh, yeah. don't have AIDS. They have the flu. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh we should COVID. do. We should do. Yeah, I was just about to say, we should do a pandemic version of Rent. I just Ooh, watched Rent recently. And I know. Oh, you were crying. I was crying. All right. Um, I posted on my Snapchat story. Yeah. So, all right. So we're, we're going to move to um, a segment of the podcast, which used to be called speed round, but it was never fast. So Evan changed it, said, uh, suggested we should change it to rapid fire. And I think that's what it's called. Rapid fire logo here. Rapid fire. All right. So this is what we're going to do. Um, I'm going to go rapid fire. First thing that pops in your head. Give it to me. If the story is needed, give me the story to it. Um, you know what low. your first question is going to be, and I'm telling you it's going to need a story. So here then we go. go um, so Riley, so we'll go Riley first, and I'll try and remember this. Let's try to remember this order. So first one, what is your favorite show? Carrie the Musical. Okay. Evan? Wait, that we've been in? No, just your favorite show. Oh, oh, geez. I want to do Carrie, but nowhere in the entire world would ever do that show. This is such a hard question, John. Uh, favorite show. Well, uh, my little dinosaur that John gave me is deflating. There's a whole lot. I'm sorry. So it's going to sound a little bit uh, cliche, I guess, but I'm probably going to have to say Dear Evan Hansen. Ooh, have you seen it? I have not. Oh my god, it popped. Oh, it's so good. Did oh you god. just did you just make the little dinosaur that I gave you explode? <laughs> hey, oh. you know what? All right, Evan, you I need to see it. You need to see that show. Yeah. I've seen it. I saw it with the original cast. I didn't know. I saw it on Broadway, but not with the original cast. I did see it with the original cast. I saw it two weeks before Ben Platt left. Oh, nice. Ooh. Um nice. I stood in there stage door line when the original cast was there but i didn't see the show <laughs> i stood in their stage door line too it was when i it was when i um i shadowed um the play that goes wrong and then we came out before um before charlie and chalk factory came out uh like released and so i went and stood in their line to see christian Boyle. he didn't come out and then i went right next door <laughs> to dear Evan hansen and was like on the rail because it hadn't let out yet Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm picturing uh, 
all of the theaters. It wasn't next door. It was across the street. Yeah, no, no, no. I know where it is. I know where it is. Um, and so I went, I was on the rail because I hadn't let out yet. And then they all came and I was like right on the rail. Um, the uh, Michael Park came out. I met Michael Park. Um, I have a picture with him. I don't. I have a signature. The lady who played the mom. I can't think Which of her mom? name. Was, huh? Uh, Evan's Ooh. mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She came out. She wanted she wanted pose for pictures, but you could take a picture of her. Um, but Ev, but um, Ben Platt did not come out, and people were all upset. And I'm like, do you really expect? And after I saw it, I was like, did you really expect him to come out after that? I'm like, come on. <laughs> all right, so that's I one. I do have pictures of him getting into his car. Yeah, <laughs> that is creepy, Riley. Really. I guess he's a I didn't take guy. the pictures my mother did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two. Um, Evan, you're first this time. Okay. Um, who is your favorite actor or actress? And I'm sticking oh with Broadway. Gosh. Um, oh, geez. Uh, see, it's good when Evan goes first because that gives me time to think. Uh, see, at least I'm not doing what you said and actually answering the question quickly. Like I was expecting that. Well, it is rapid fire. I'm kind one. of expecting it rapidly. Well, I thought we established it wasn't going to go quickly. <laughs> well, usually it doesn't go quickly because people have have answers to it. Oh, well, I'm thinking, John. Um, oh. I go. I know my answer. Yeah, go ahead, Riley. <laughs> my favorite brother actress is Caitlin Kinnanen. Was that Mean Girls? Prom. No. Oh. What do you think of the movie? I have a lot of thoughts. Okay, we won't talk about that right now. Good and bad. Evan, have you figured it out? Okay. Um, Zoom froze. Shut no. up, Evan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think, I think um, I'm going to have to go with Okay, we're just gonna stick with like the Dear Evan Hansen theme and we're gonna go uh, Andrew, uh, oh, oh, geez, oh. Andrew Barth Feldman? Yes, thank you, thank He's you, He's gonna Sorry, be in I, season I two of High School Musical, the musical, the series. What'd you say? He's gonna be in season see. two of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh, I did not know that. I knew that. Does everybody know who my favorite Broadway actress is? Uh, Sutton Foster. There we go. Followed very closely by Sierra Boggess. Is she the first reporter? That's someone else. I also loved Sierra Bagus. Sierra Bagus was um, Ariel. Right, not my question. Anyway, move on. Oh, what were you? What was your question? Move on. What was your question? I asked if Sierra Bagus was the Trump supporter. <laughs> so oh. I, there's someone who's a Trump supporter. I don't think so. Um, hey. Riley. Yes. Who is what? What's your favorite role that you've played? Oh, I think we already answered this earlier, but this should be quick. Uh, favorite role that I've played probably Patrice Thirteen or Mike TV in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Nice, Evan. So this is the one that I was anticipating. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> he was ready. <laughs> I I was ready for this one. Um, so to be clear, this is about the role, not like. Because I feel like it's two very different things, like the community versus the show versus the role, you know. All that yeah, favorite stuff. role you've played. Uh, Not Nathan favorite show you've played. Monty. What was that? Nathan in the Full Monty. That's right. Ooh. I always forget you were in the Full Monty. Nice. Yeah, that's why, like, 
that's why when you're around and people like say a bad word and they're like they're like oh evan's around I'm like guys he was in full monty yeah like, like yeah, don't worry about I, it. Yeah. he was like he was like 11 how old were you i was 11 oh i was 11, right he was 12. like 11 he was like actually, 11, actually i think i was 12 um 12 so um I mean, I'm guessing you all know what my favorite role I've played. The Cowardly Lion. Absolutely. I was going to say that. I'm king of the forest. I don't know anything about John. All right. You know, it's because she doesn't listen when you talk. I know that he has a date for Valentine's Day tomorrow. Do you know that? Why would you put that out on the podcast? Now (laughs) now everybody's going to be like, (laughs) John, you had a date? Listen. You know what? You can cut that out. You can cut it out. No, I'm not cutting anything out. I don't edit these. This is going to be Podcast. remember two, there was a two i had i had one that had to go to two parts because we talked for three hours okay oh, you can move on so rebecca love you um all right here we go i don't know whose turn it is to go first i think it's evan hold on hold on yeah yeah, it's, yeah it's, you it's should say me evan what is your most embarrassing theater moment oh gee <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I know exactly what it is. And Riley is going to agree with this. Um, <laughs> it's during Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> My voice cracked during the trial. <laughs> what, during your long, during your long speech? It, it was somewhere. No, it was during the trial. That yes, during his long speech. I don't remember whether it was during that long speech or just one of my other lines. No, so it was here, during a long speech because I remember looking over at Ellsworth and Baylor and being like, did you? That was probably know? right because I had to keep going. So here's the thing. Mm. <laughs> I probably shouldn't admit this. I probably didn't notice because once the once the courtroom scene started, I like blanked out until the page before the end of it. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Because, because I had what ten pages and seventeen minutes to do nothing, so. See, I'm sure though that one night that it really scared you was when the teacup uh, fell off of Rashad's head, and you just hear this loud crash. Yeah, I, do I couldn't that. see it because there was a the, the mushroom in the way, but I heard it and I saw yeah, it. I remember. The, yeah, I remember that happened. I'm actually kind of surprised that more teacups didn't break during yeah, that show. Really, in general, <laughs> no, that far. So your most so your so Evan, your most embarrassing theater moment was when your voice cracked. Probably. All right. I'm not thinking Riley, of what about you? Um, probably it didn't happen at uh, ACT. It happened at my summer camp when I played. I played Mike TV in Toronto Talker Factory, and it was my. It was Wait, my- can you can you like say that where people yeah. could actually understand what you're saying? So I played <laughs> I played Mike TV in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. And. My very my big scene, the one where I got zapped into a television screen, like at the very end of the show, I had this huge part where I had to like run across the stage and like stomp and like yell and scream and like be a brat because obviously. And but the thing is, is that the stage was really slippery because a few scenes earlier, we had the busy lifting room where we had all of these bubbles all over the place and they all, so the stage is just lined with soap. And so before, before I went on for that scene, I was telling the girl who played my mom, I was like, I think I'm gonna fall. And she was like, you're not gonna fall. You're gonna be fine. And I was like, no, I think I'm gonna fall. And she's like, no. And I was like, these cowboy boots are three sizes too big. I'm going to fall. Guess what? You fell. I fell. You fell. 
hell. I ran across the stage. I had to like run and then like turn. So I ran and as I turned, I just went and I went boom and I hit the ground so hard. I had this giant bruise on my thigh. It looked like a firecracker and it was gigantic. And literally I went down and I came right back up and I continued. But the most embarrassing part is that people thought it was scripted and they thought it was real. It's, it really seems like someone should have thought this through <laughs> before they had you turn that's, where bubbles had just been. That's well, when, we only had one performance and we had only, that was yeah. the first time we'd used the bubble machine. <laughs> See, there's your problem. I had four weeks to put on this production, okay? Oh, okay. So there wasn't a lot of pre-planning. So yeah, so I fell and I like bruised my head and then I just like kept going. And then like, as soon as I got off stage, I was just in a fit of tears. I could not stop crying. I was in so much pain. I did bleed a little bit. So there was some blood on the inside of my pants. I was also 14. This was not when I was like nine. So this was like two years ago. Yeah, this was recent. Um, I, I didn't have braces, so that's like extra reason. Um, I have no embarrassing moments because I'm perfect. So. Of course. Okay. <laughs> and moving on. And moving on. John, I mean, there was that time I accidentally on. dumped like five pounds of confetti on stage. <laughs> Riley, were you there the night? It, it wasn't during a show. It was during a rehearsal. When somebody, we were practicing Mario Land of Oz. And, somebody stepped um, on your tail? And, and tore it off of me. Mm-hmm. That was a fun night. It wasn't embarrassing. I just thought it was hilarious. It was really funny. Who I don't remember who did it, but I think I went overboard on how dramatic I was. Um, only to try, only to kind of make them feel better. It was probably a child. <laughs> they like, no, no, they wouldn't. A child would not have been heavy enough to pull that tail off me. So Evan, have you heard the story? I, I, I know so, the tail fell off at one point. So I had, so I had my tail like diaper pinned to a belt. Yeah, I just had there's just a giant safety pin. Just to practice, you know, with the tail. And one night I was and I had it dragging behind me a lot, especially during that song. And somebody stepped on it, which happened quite a bit, but like they stayed stepped on it and I was moving and it like tore off. And so me and all my, you know, actor glory, I like slowly went down to my knees. I was like, oh no. And like went to the ground and then like picked it up like it was a baby. And then I threw it off stage. I can't remember who did that. Anyway. um, John, at least that's better than the time that during Alice in Wonderland, I hopped across and my tail fell off and I didn't even realize. (laughs) So there was no reaction whatsoever. And then in the next scene, I come hopping across. And I, I, I at that point knew that I was going on to pick it up. Yeah. And I look down, and I pick it up, and I keep going. Yeah. Um. Do you remember? The, do you remember the day where uh, Sadie's mic fell? Yes. Like her mic pack fell out, and we had to do that whole thing where I was like, "Tell Evan to tell, to tell Sadie to do this." As I, I feel like that. I feel like her. we we went through that pretty pretty well. I think. Um, so. I, think I, also, only- I also remember. I also remember the night that the gumdrops went everywhere. I remember that too. <laughs> I feel like that might have been the same night. <laughs> literally, everything probably was probably, but they were literally they were everywhere, and I was like, "But y'all did a really know. good job of getting them up." Because I remember saying, "I hope they all get them up," and you all did. And I literally was like, "I'm just gonna run around. I'm gonna pick them up, and I'm gonna eat them." Which is like <laughs> great Everyone because embraced it. Yeah, because that was the only scene where there were where like the 
children outnumbered adults in that scene because it was all of you with Caitlin and Baylor, yeah, who you know both very much have childish childish looks yeah so i was like i don't know what the hell yeah and i was uh, up in the booth i was like well please pick them up please pick them up please and you did and somebody ate them somebody picked it off the stage and ate it was that you okay no no she went around ate them and then everyone else and then everybody else copied what i did okay because like the goal was to like copy what i was doing Mm. so i think i ate like four or five off the ground all right all right next question i don't know if i stayed up all right, next question. Good job of going all in, in the character, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what is who's who's first? I think Riley's first on this one. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, what is your dream role? My dream role? Ooh, probably, probably Carrie and Carrie the Musical, or Chris and Carrie the Musical, or I don't know. I have a Pinterest board. I need to listen to the show. Oh, it's so good. Is it good? Oh, I've been in a I've been in a big Jekyll and Hyde kick lately. Okay, let's look at my dream roles. Why are you looking? Oh, you have them? All right, go ahead. Um, probably Sally and uh you're gonna Charlie Brown or Lucy. John, this is a this is a subliminal. Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) I either Um, I either want to play Charlie Brown. Dawn in Waitress is another big one for me. Okay, those are mine. Okay. Evan. Evan and dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> uh, so I mean, yes, that one's definitely on there. Uh, and <laughs> I I'd love to play Dr. Pomatter in uh waitress. That was so, so, so it's Dr. Pomatter. <laughs> okay, Riley. <laughs> hey Riley, don't be a snob. <laughs> I mean you can you can correct him, but you can be a little bit nicer about it. Dr. Dr. Pomatter. Thank okay, you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry Pom- for being rude, Evan. Evan, Dr. all right. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Dr. Pometer. Uh, we already said Evan and dear Evan Hansen. Um, and honestly, depending on what age I was, I would love to play uh, in Into the Woods. I'd love to play Jack right now, the baker, or you even the friend. You such a good Jack, though. You would be a really good Jack. I so want to do that. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, I know I would be good. There are giants in the sky. That That is one I completely want to do. Uh, that's probably my number one right now. That's like, a good as one. of what I would do tomorrow. Riley, I think you would be an amazing little red. That, she's right on now. my Pinterest board. Yeah. Like you, like the two of you as little red and Jack right now absolutely let's do it evan right here with, right now with me as the baker Ooh, who would be who would be the show there? on the podcast let's cast it right here <laughs> let's cast it so you so little red jack i'm the baker who's the baker's wife or cinderella i think ellsworth can do cinderella yeah yes. I'm stuck on the baker's wife. Who would play the witch? Ooh. Mm. Are we just doing like a teen version with me as the baker? Or are we doing like all the ACT folks? <laughs> Let's go all the ACT folks. <laughs> you know who should be the you know who should be the witch? John. You know who should be the witch? <laughs> I Mark <think>. Jones. 
Oh, that'd be so good. That would be so Mark Jones good. Jones as the witch. Let me look who. Uh... Oh, I have to get my mouse to work. Oh, um. Oh, Audrey Wells would be a great baker's wife. That's true. I was also thinking about Sarah Fowler. Sarah Fowler. Baker's wife. Yeah. Who else we got? <laughs> Riley, if you. <laughs> Okay, Riley, no, I'm not serious before I say this. Don't let <laughs> your feelings go. Riley, if you didn't play Little Red, you'd make a great Milky White. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. It's okay, I'm just kidding. I mean, I do really like cows. Oh, you know who I want to be the evil stepmother? Who? Who? Robin. <gasps> Robin can't sing. Even better. I think having I think having like one of the step either stepmother or sisters not being able to sing makes it even better. That's All right, true. great. My mom cannot. Uh, if we get the two stepsisters as singers, so like Emily could be that, or Ellsworth could also be one of the not also, but like if she wasn't Cinderella, be whatever. Because I also see Emily also being a really good Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Dylan as the wolf. Oh, that'd be good. Because you know the wolf is also one of the princes, so he could play the wolf and one of the princes. And then who would be the other prince? Oh, it'd have to be someone that could like sing against Dylan for agony. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. If it, if this was a teen version, um, one of them would be oh the name is slipping. What if they played? Reed. Oh, Reed. yeah. That's true. I don't know if Reed can do it with Dylan, but if we were doing a teen version, then Reed. Yeah. yeah. All right, there we go. Castle Winter <laughs> Woods, ACT. Boom. Back to the question. Back to the question. Um, uh, dream roll. Oh, you've already said, do you we, know we mine? We both already answered. Yeah, we, we, we both answered. Go ahead. Yes. What is it? Wait. What is it? Wait wait, 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 hold on. I, I definitely know this one. I definitely know this too. Um, I have one that I can't ever do and then a couple that I that I really want to do. Yeah. Come on, Riley. I've gotten every other I one. It's your say turn. That one of them is, is one of them uh, Jekyll and Hyde? Is, is that one of them? I mean, I would love to do that. It's not necessarily on my list, but okay. yeah, I mean, it sort of is, but not up towards the top. Okay. I'm just trying to think of like shows that you enjoy and like. It uh, is one of them from your favorite show. Yes, that's the one I can't ever do. Okay, I, I can't remember the character's name, but his favorite show is Ragtime. Yes. Oh, that's right. Cole Housewalker Jr. I can't yes. ever play him, but he is my like dream dream role. Yeah. And then I have one. I feel like it's super obvious. I mean, is it the Baker? Well, no, 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 no. I mean, it is, but it's not. It's not in like my top two or three. Yeah. Super obvious. I mean, yeah. you already played the lion, and I know uh -huh. that was a big. Think one. around. Think around like lion esque. Oh, oh, I got it. Narnia. I got it. No, it's Beast and Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Or Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Beast or Shrek. I would pay any amount of money to see you as Shrek. John, do you remember who I played in Shrek? You were Farquaad. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was so much fun. And Riley, 
uh, Collins played Shrek. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh my God. It was oh, when wait, I was I younger remember. and the height I, difference okay. was perfect. I was doing Broadway boot camp with Collins, like after he had done that show and he had all of these pictures. <laughs> so funny. My dream role in 20 years is Tevya in Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, but yeah. it's okay if you didn't know that one. When, what was happening in that, that one Facebook comment section where you were just casting a production of Fiddler on the Roof? All right, so this was so I had a dream one night that I was called in last minute to play Tevya in like a like it was at a high school, but it wasn't a high school version. And Rob Blackwell was um, Laser Wolf, and so I I, I mentioned that, and then. At, I mentioned that that dream and then underneath I said, all right, let's cast it now. Kind of like what we just do with Into the Woods. And Mandy Bean was like, I want to be uh, your Golda, which is the second time she's wanted to play my wife in a show. The other one was she wanted to play the baker's wife, uh, which I guess we can cast her as the baker's wife in our, in our show. And then she said, Riley should be one of our daughters. Yeah. And I got the notification. I was like, why yeah. did Mandy Bean just tell So you would play one of the daughters. Emily, I think Emily, Han- uh, not Emily Hanley, Emily um, Brookshire would play the oldest daughter, the one who, who, do y'all, do y'all know the show at all? No. Oh, okay. Um, so she would play the oldest it. daughter, um, the first one to get married. And I think you would play Hoddle, which is the second, there's five, there's five daughters, you, but three of them are like the, the main ones. You would play Hoddle, which marries Perchick which was what we gave Dylan, which I've played footloose. There were five people in that cast who had played Perchick um, in the past. And then Ellsworth or there, then there, or one other person would play the third daughter. And that's the one, or it was either Ellsworth or faith, but that's the one that breaks Tevye's heart. They have like, it's like, to me, it's the saddest scene in the whole show. When, yeah. when she goes away to be with um, Fietka in Siberia and they're at the train station and he has just this heartbreaking song, that entire scene is the saddest thing. So that's why I said in the comments, like, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind doing that scene with Faith or Ellsworth every night. So that's what that was on Facebook. All right. So last question of the rapid fire. Hold on, John. I'm working on one thing and then I'm going to tell you something. Give me half a second. Okay. <laughs> Evan, we are in the middle of recording. A podcast. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I'm ready. Right. Right, gonna then. be like, I found Riley's fan account. <laughs> no, that's not what it is. All right, it so is backtracking, but be... it's not backtracking that much. Going back to Into the Woods, uh-huh. Mark would make a great witch, but you want to know who else would make a great wit- witch? Russia. Heather Rudinsky. Oh, Rudinsky, yes. I just couldn't remember how to say her last name. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, was all, who was also on this episode? Heather Rudzinski. That's exactly where I looked up how to say, spell her last name. Yeah, yeah. She would name. make a great witch. Yeah. She would. So. I love her. This should be the easiest of the rapid fire. Okay. I think Evan's going first on this one. It doesn't really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who is your favorite stage manager? <laughs> okay. That's much easier. I thought you were going to be like, who's your favorite out of O-Cubed? I was like, ooh, John, really making this hard. Trying to start a fight on the podcast. Who's your favorite Um, stage manager? Who's my favorite stage manager? Um, There is a right answer. It should come a lot quicker than it's coming. Does Riley count? No. She's never been a stage manager. (laughs) 
She's well, been ASM, but she's never been stage manager. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Um, who, you know, I don't know that many stage managers. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, John. Of course, you're my favorite stage manager. <laughs> wow, thanks. And Riley? John O'Neill. There we go. <laughs> no, that's cheating. I gave her the answer. That's how fast it should be. I don't know who my favorite stage manager is. Say yourself. Be well, I've never stage managed myself. Actually, that's not true. I've been in a show and stage managed at the same time. I've done that, but I hated that. That show. sounds incredibly hard. It that wasn't. It was. It was back hard. in high school when stage management wasn't very hard. Oh yeah. Um, especially at my theater because we didn't have lighting or sound or anything. Yeah, I'm. So I mean, I'm just starting out in the high school theater world, and I'm <laughs> I'm learning that the definition of stage manager in high school theater is extremely different than community theater and yep. professional theater. It's yep. Oh, absolutely. Different. Yep. Um, my favorite stage manager that I've been stage managed by, it's got to be Ann Guerin. Yeah. But my favorite, like, pro- professional stage manager, ooh, that's tough. I think it's got to be Matt DiCarlo. Yeah. Um, who has also been on this, on this podcast. Um. All right, so that's the okay. Well, no, I added a question to the rapid fire. Uh-oh. Who's your favorite of a cubed? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how how to actually Riley has to go first. Oh, that's very true. Who is my isn't, favorite? Isn't the name of our group chat like John's? John's the John's favorite. The favorite? John's the favorite. <laughs> Actually, I think the name of it is John is always the favorite. Uh, yeah, John's always the favorite. So it, like it, I, it used to be John's the favorite. Yeah. And then I changed it for her birthday. I changed it to Ellsworth's the favorite because yeah. we all know Ellsworth is my favorite. Yeah. Ellsworth, Ellsworth is actually the favorite out of. Uh, but she's not no cube because her last name doesn't start with an L. <laughs> she got rejected. Um, but then after her birthday, I changed it back to John's always the favorite. <laughs> Yeah. Also, Evan, and this is gonna make no sense to anybody. No, this is gonna make no sense to anybody who's listening to us. Evan, did you did you watch the video that Riley sent you in our group chat? Okay, so <laughs> this answer is complicated. Um, so I, I was in the car when I received these, and I had forgotten my earbuds. So <laughs> I clicked on the first one, but I had the volume all the way down on my phone, so I could tell you all were talking, but I okay. wasn't listening. So and you- then. I got home and I watched the second and it made no sense because I hadn't seen the first and I can't rewatch the okay. first. So, so you told us to make small talk. Yes, I did. And Riley videoed and was like, um, I said, hey, John, make small talk. And so I said, ants, rats, roaches, thumbtacks. You're so funny. <laughs> Listerine sh- breath mint strips. <laughs> that, that, I was like, oh, wow. Just get it. Oh, it, it, it's just because I have them in my. No. See, see that was the one thing i heard listerine <laughs> that's where the video so split and i was like what because <laughs> you get it they're small things and we were talking about them yeah. all right um so before we get to the final question um i just wanted if anybody saw my sweatshirt the <laughs> year of the stage manager 2020 this is a celebration of 100 years of uh stage managers being part of equity um this is a great website, great Facebook page. If you are a stage manager or want to be a stage manager or 
whatever. If you're part of theater and you just want to appreciate stage managers, find them on Facebook. There is a website, which I think is just the year of the stage manager, 2020.com. I'll put up the right one right here. Um, but yeah, it is a great, it's a, it's a great thing to support stage managers, even though right now we're not doing anything. And it went from, and it is now officially year of the stage manager, 2021, uh, 2020 to 2021. Um, so yeah, Follow them on Facebook, go to their website. They have great um, talks all year long. Uh, and they have cool merch like this, including a bright orange one, which I didn't get, which I think surprises everybody. All I right. Have to ask. I, I was very confused because um, I, so I started following Year of the Stage Manager last year. And then I was like baffled. I thought it was going to end at the end of 2020. And then it kept going. Yeah. They just had they just had what's they just had it's really cool. Well, technically it's still going on because today's Saturday. This will go up on this will go up next Thursday, but um this is Saturday the 13th, and they're doing what's called the connection convention. I'm sure you've seen things. This free thing where um stage managers on any part of their of their path get one-on-ones with like professionals in the program or either stage managers, production managers, whatever. And you get a seven minute one-on-one with, with like all these professionals. And then there's all these other, like, um, I think they call it educational panels or whatnot of like working with the Tonys, working on cruise ships. No, just do a Q and a with a professional stage manager, stuff like that. It was free. It was really cool. I think they're going to do another one. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a really interesting, I took over their Instagram the night that we did little women. So yeah, that was fun. Um, watched yeah even though i knew everything that was going on <laughs> yeah i had them i had them vote on the bow tie that i wore that night i remember so. that all right here we go um who's first i think riley's first i think riley's first just because i know what the question is <laughs> because he listens to the podcast maybe not all of them but he has listened to the podcast in the past You've listened to all of them john oh have you nice. i have I think you and Justine, I know Justine watches all or listens to all of them. So hi Riley. Justine. Hi Justine. <laughs> um why theater? Oh shoot. <laughs> um, I mean I guess I could just give you like the answer that just like comes to like my head, which I think is what you want. That's the point. Um I mean, I guess the reason that I like, I mean, obviously, like I, I said earlier, my mom signed me up for it. So I like, I was against my will. Um, but I guess the reason that I continued was because I'm just like a naturally extroverted person and I'm naturally very loud and I really enjoy being the center of attention. I. <laughs> Why are we laughing? What's so funny? <laughs> Okay. Um, I just, I just enjoy the environment of just like entertaining people and just, you know, like making people laugh mainly. Um, and, you know, just like, I mean, really like Venus and attention and like having an outlet to just be able to do that and like have it be socially acceptable for me to be really loud and talk a lot and be the center of attention. Um, so I guess that's why theater. 
that is, first of all that's a very good answer um there's no wrong answer to why theater like there there is not um but i have had conversations about you with people um and one thing is that you are always willing to do anything on the stage and you usually are the one who brings the most energy on the stage for shows um which is what which is one of the things that, why i really liked you in um adam's family just that character and the, you know that role uh, which is the same thing i don't know why i said both of those like they were two different things but yeah it was so fun and you but you've always been like that um and but one thing i really do is i really want to see you in like a serious role i think you would do really really well in a really serious role so all right Envin, why theater why theater um evan looks like he's about to launch into like a solo soliloquy he's like why theater why theater well, such a simple question, but a, but a complicated response. <laughs> okay, um, moving on. No, why theater? <laughs> um, why theater? I'd say it's, um, I love theater people. Uh, it's just one thing. Um, and it, I, that is what has always kept me coming back to theater, I think. Um, it's and it's the connection that you share with people as you're uh, telling a story uh, on stage, uh, and then the connection with the other actors uh, on stage, actors and actresses, uh, and then also the connection that you have with the audience uh, during the show. Um, I just feel like there's nothing like that um, in anything else, um, and so I just feel like that connection you can't get anywhere else uh and it's what has kept me coming back uh and why i will continue to do theater great answer connection if you connection. were to sum it sum it down to one word and that's all gone thanks covid well it's gonna come back it's coming back riley it, it is doesn't change also, that theater people are still unrelated. great it's completely unrelated to literally everything that Evan just said. But Evan, do you remember when your suspenders broke backstage and how someone? They didn't break. They just popped off. I was holding my suspenders and I, they like slipped out of my hand or something and they flew back and almost took something. What did out. it hit? I don't think it actually hit anyone, but uh, did it Did it almost hit like, what, what show was this that I wore suspenders Alex. in? Uh, it was Alice, Alice, right? Yeah. Did it hit Tweedledeer, Tweedledum? No, I think it hit. I can. Hey, this really isn't important. <laughs> this isn't. Not. I'll think about a lot of things happening. I was back trying there, to like end the nobody. podcast on a very meaningful question, and you. Kind of <laughs> really yeah. Lost. Thanks, Riley. Welcome. You summed it up so well, and. They would come back with, yeah, remember when your suspenders broke? <laughs> well, I was just thinking of that. This is like how most of our conversations go. Like we, yeah. we're on a very meaningful track and then Riley just, it, it's great. This is it. <laughs> yeah, like that one time my picture frame fell in like the middle of a meeting. I think it's that always, you know, wanting to be lively in the life of the party and so when it gets serious she's like uh funny 
Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Evan and Riley, for coming on the podcast. I've been wanting to do this for a while, getting O cubed together. Thank you for coming on to uh, season two, episode one. Uh, stay tuned. I have a lot of things planned for this uh, episode, uh, for, not for this episode, for this season. Um, stay tuned. I try and get these out every Thursday, if not every other Thursday. So um, thank you. And you can find this episode, all future episodes, all past episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio. Subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Until next time.